Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, August 27th. Crowned with glory and honor. Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 8 in the message, which reads, yod Hey vav Hey Yahweh, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have placed your glory above the heavens. From the lips of infants and children, you bring forth words of power and praise to answer your adversaries and to silence the hostile and vengeful. When I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you set in place, what is humanity that you should be mindful of us? Who are we that you should take care of us? You have made us barely less than God and crowned us with glory and honor. You have made us responsible for the works of your hands, putting all things at our feet all sheep and oxen, yes, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatever swims in the paths of the sea. Yod, hey, vav, hey, Yahweh, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. This is God's word. At the risk of being so boorish as to explain a poem, which in my estimation is right up there with explaining a joke or E. Gads explaining a parable, not to mention the apocalyptic imagery of a book like Revelation, because you see, these things are meant to be appreciated and savored rather than reduced to objects for laboratorial analysis that would somehow reduce them to our control rather than submit us to their wonders at least in the case of poems, parables, and the apocalyptic. Yes, at the risk of being so very boorish, let me offer a few insights into this glorious psalm that will cap off this week of reflections on our identity as very human image-bearers of the divine. Psalm 8 is often tagged a creation psalm, celebrating Yahweh's place over all creation and the consequent position of human beings within it. Yahweh, yod Hey, vav Hey, being the Tetragrammaton, or the four-letter unpronounceable name of God, the God of the Hebrews, which we traditionally translate LORD in all caps, but which was perhaps not much more than the sound of breath, a slow inhale and exhale. I really love that theory. Imagine that. To say the name means to pause and slowly breathe which conversely means that whenever any creature on the planet breathes, it's an unavoidable confession of the name. Wow. All right, sorry, got distracted. The psalmist begins enraptured with wonder at the muted but ever-present witness to divine glory spread upon the night sky that we too often commit the sacrilege of never pausing to gaze into with all of the instant perspective this would yield to earth creatures with their heads drawn obsessively down into the dust. Then that majestic but muted witness is interrupted with the sounds of the gurgling and giggling of an infant at the breast, 
which this Hebrew poet, enraptured with the stars, hails as the sound that slays the foe bent on violent retribution, which in such a creation psalm would be no less than the great primal beast of chaos, which most cultural stories imagined was slain in a great and bloody cosmic contest at the dawn of time, which the Genesis tale imagines ever so delightfully and subversively as being soothed by the caressing breath of God. But here is imagined muted by an infant's coo. The raging roar of the ultimate T-Rex instantly muted by a baby's giggle. Wow, talk about a silah, pause in his presence moment. The baby draws the psalmist to nursing mother, in my imagination at least, whom he now beholds in all of her glory, the glory of Adam, creature of dust. What is this creature of dust that you should take notice, this Enosh, this weakling earthling that seemingly warrants only the most passing of divine glances? And now we weakling, earthling, creatures of dust that we are, are placed within the ordered context of all creation, starting right beneath the Elohim, or the powers, what we would now identify as angels and demons. Creator overall, beneath creator, the powers, and right below, just below, the poet emphasizes, just right below, barely below even those powers, is, well, us, you and me, weakling, earthling creatures of dust who find all the rest, including earth, literally, beneath our feet, from sheep to ox to wild beast to flying fowl to swimming fish to the menagerie of creatures large and small gliding and squirming through oceans deep, minus Leviathan, who remains muted and paralyzed by that baby's coo. Yes, coo, baby, coo. And then the poet is drawn right back up from ocean deep to glorious horizon to heaven's gaze. And he repeats his initial line, which bracketing is somewhat rare in these psalms, with special emphasis on those last words. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Okay, boorishness ended. I leave you with a poem and the night sky. Now it's your turn to read the psalm again yourself, but might I suggest you do so under the next night sky. Read it aloud before the stars and whatever sliver of moon there may be. Let it draw you in. Let it give you perspective amidst all your earthly concerns. Let it bestow divine dignity upon your battered human identity. For surely you've taken your share of hits today. As you stand, the human, just beneath the elemental powers themselves, the rudiments of the world for you students of Galatians, with all of creation's majesty beneath your feet of clay. Be in this as you read again beneath the stars. And let this be your pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer.